Hello, friends. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. Brad, do not hit the high point. I can't help myself. I could not do it. It's like Havelock's dog. I wish we had like a, a little bird sound effect like we have at the Masters. Nah, we'll just high pour them. We are back. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. I am Michael. That man is Brad. It is Tuesday morning and we're recording after the Masters. Brad, how good morning, are you? Micah. I'm great. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we're going to talk about the Masters. We're going to talk about the Conor McGregor feud that's happening right now. Ooh. And uh, we'll also run through some other stuff in sports. This should be about 20 minutes. We'll be out the door. Hey, Boom. you know what else you should do? You should check out Mind of Micah. John Duda joins me for a three-part conversation this week. It's uh, We talk about sparkling water and uh, reality TV and a bunch of other stuff. It's it's uh, it's fun. You'll enjoy it. Duda seems like the, the foremost expert on sparkling water. Like He seems like he'd have some good takes. Oh, yeah. He loves Perrier. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Oh. Anyway, yeah. uh, that's Mind of Micah. Also, check out Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter, available in your inbox every Monday. This week, uh, it was fun. We talked a little bit about the Masters. Now we're going to talk about the Masters. Brad. Hideki Matsuyama is your Masters champion. Tell My me dog. your thoughts on the tournament. Huh. I guess the biggest turning point was that rain delay on Saturday. Of course, it's playing super firm, super fast. Uh, rain delay happens like in the afternoon round, I believe. And yeah, I think they, they rain delayed starting like two or three, and it went until about five. Uh, it softened up conditions. Yeah, the rain delay was an sure. hour and 18 minutes. Okay, so that sounds about right. Um, it softened up the course, and Hideki came out, and that's when he really put a whip in on the course. So, you know, he's always been known as a ball striker. I think hitting into softer greens gets you closer to the hole if you're really precise with your approach irons, and it just was a perfect storm set up really nicely for him. I'm not saying that's the only thing that made him get there, but I think that that's a contributing factor towards it. Uh, Spieth ended up finishing, I think, in the top five, top three, somewhere in that range, which was interesting. Uh, everybody wanted to see if he would fall apart going into the weekend, and he, he held on tight. He played pretty well. Shoffley really made it interesting there towards the end on Sunday, uh, other than that triple bogey that he had. Uh, it was a, a race. Then after the triple bogey, it kind of it was pretty much you know murder she wrote for Hideki. And then the last thing is, is Will Zalatoris, the rookie. It looks like Happy Gilmore's caddy and talks like Owen Wilson sometimes. Uh, wow. He's really fun. Yeah, wow. He uh, he was really fun. Had a, he, his, he's got one of those young guy swings. It looks like it's, it doesn't look like your traditional swing. It's, it's really strong grip. It's armsy. Uh, and he just rips the shit out of it. He looks kind of like Justin Thomas. He goes up on his toes when he swings really hard. Uh, so all around, super entertaining, super fun. Uh, I was rooting for Hideki starting the second that he got into contention, so I was happy to see him pull through and win. Um, he's been really, really, really good for a long time, but especially lately, he's kind of been on the back burner. He's been kind of in the, the background in terms of the main mainstream conversation, so it's good to see him get on the board, and uh, his first 
major championship and the first Japanese Masters winner, I believe. First um, major so that's winner. That's pretty cool. First male. First Japanese, Japanese major. Yeah. Well, and then the Masters, I think, is number one, right? Wouldn't you say that's the number one Oh, that's major? the one you want to win, for sure. That's the one. So what are, what are your thoughts? Uh, do you know what Matsuyama did during that, that uh, the rain delay? Tell me. He didn't hit balls. He didn't stretch. He didn't do it. He just sat in his car and played with his phone. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's not. It's just what's in between your, your shoulders, in between your head. Yeah, and then he came uh, what's out. inside and, your head? I mean, he won the tournament. In the, I think he was six under par on the that second nine on Thursday, or on Saturday, I should say. Do, do you think he's, like, playing snake? Or do you think he's Instagramming? Or what, what do you think he's doing? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. Did you see? I, I did send it to you. There was the photo of him uh, yeah. in, in the airport yesterday that sort of yeah, been going around. went viral. Yeah. Uh, it's it says Matsuyama on my 645 flight to Chicago likely to connect to Tokyo just hanging out by himself at the Atlanta airport with his green jacket just draped over his seat are you flying private if you're him yes 100% especially after you I wonder why he's not if there's ever if there's yeah. ever a time to flex although to be fair he's sitting by himself mm. in the airport so yeah it's a little harder to justify chartering a jet for one person <laughs> Like fucking Japan. Yeah. I mean, if your wife and your caddy and your kids, like if you got three people, you could do that. I, I kind of understand, you know, he's also Did wearing you see on the 18th. Uh, his caddy went over and put the flag in and then bowed to the course. That was tight. Was a beautiful moment. That uh, was tight. I, I thought that was really cool. He's also in that photo wearing an Augusta national golf club hat. It's one of those just mm-hmm. has the big letters. Like the one I have from Pelican it just says a N G C. It's just so much swag. Real tight. Yeah. Yeah. Drip. Yeah. And he's got a Supreme uh, duffel bag, which I'm sure is worth several thousand dollars. He's, he should have chartered a PJ, but, you know. I, I respect the game, man. He's just out there grinding. <clears throat> no question. Be funny if he flies commercial and then goes home and rents like white tigers and stuff. Yeah. He that spins would, real reckless. Yeah. That would really be tight. Um, yeah, I mean, the Duke deserves a lot of credit. After that rain delay, most of the players were leaving putts short, which pros almost yeah. never do. Uh, Matsuyama was making everything. We leave putts I short. I mean, that course was rolling so, like, but you, that course was so fast before the rain delay that, like, they were, like, you would see them, and they'd be, like, 40 feet, and they would seriously just, mm. just feather tap it, and it would go all the fucking way to the hole. So, Getting a sense of that speed and it, it, if it dramatically changes, which it seems to have done, I could understand totally why they'd be leaving him short. Yeah. And I mean, it, I just thought it was interesting. Most pros don't mm-hmm. leave much short, like mm-hmm. because they have the confidence they'll make one on the way back. Uh, you and I, and the average hack, we leave putts short all the time because we're scared. Uh, oh, just terrified. And Matsuyama, not scared. And, you know, I mean, I think there's a little bit of a narrative that, oh, he almost blew it and it got close. Not really. He played really mm, It was over. He played really conservatively. It was over after the triple bogey. Yeah, he was he was playing really conservatively down the stretch because he, mm. he could. You know, he realized I can make bogey, bogey, bogey and still win this thing, and that's that's what he did. So uh, he deserves a lot of credit, and it was good. Absolutely. You know, how did uh, how'd your master's pool go? I'm trying to remember. 
I think I had DJ as a headline in one of them who was a miscut, so that obviously didn't go well. And then in the other, I had uh, Justin Thomas. And he looked good there for a minute, but kind of fell apart going into the weekend and really struggled. So he, I think he, Thomas ended up finishing around even or so. Um, there was a hole that he like dumped it in the water, then he topped his chip, then he topped his chip. I don't know what he ended up making, a four or three over the triple buggy. But yeah, after that, it, he kind of fell off the radar. So pools didn't go great. I had Dal Torres and everything though, so it didn't go terribly either. So how'd you do? Uh, terrible. I know you had six pools. Yeah, yeah. I, I had missed all I mean, of them. Oh yeah, I didn't win in any of them, and I just felt like an idiot. Yeah. I mean, I was in like top ten percent in most of them, but not mm-hmm. within striking distance because because Rom, I had Rom in all of them, and he did. You know, yep. Rom ended up finishing fifth. And went six under on Sunday, which would have been nice if he would yeah. have done that any of the other days of the tournament. Um, yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? I, I just felt like a fool. Like, most, like the the pool that we were in together had like 20 people in it. Uh, some of the other right. pools that I joined had like six or 800 people. Like, that, that's like buying a lottery ticket. There's no reason to believe you're actually going to win that. Uh, so I felt right. like an idiot. And uh, that well, concludes fun anyway. our master's coverage. Any other thoughts? Yeah. That's it. I, I mean, I, we, we pretty much covered it. That was a great, great tournament. I enjoyed it very much. I did too. It was so much better to have it in April uh, Agreed. Than, than it was in, what, November. And, right. I mean, I watched a lot of the Masters. Uh, the other thing we should mention is how good the Masters app is. It's the greatest mm. thing. The The app, the streaming stuff, everything they have, how great all that the is. The best streaming sports media product there is is the, the Masters app. Far and away. Far and away. Um, to quote Peter the Irish guy, it's better than Pornhub. Mm. And he knows about that stuff. He does. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's run through some other stuff before we get to Connor. We'll finish with that. Uh, Andy Reid's son, who was the assistant with the Chargers who killed someone, uh, has now been charged with felony DWI months mm-hmm. after the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, which is ugly and probably going to get worse because allegedly he was drinking alcohol at the chief's facility. Uh, and God only knows what that means. I would imagine the chiefs are going to be named in this. It's, it's just a bad, mm. bad, sad, terrible deal. Uh, he was yeah. going 84 miles an hour uh, before he collided with two parked cars. Oof. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. And his blood alcohol level, 0.113, above the legal limit of 0.08. Ouch. Not good, man. Yeah, not good. Uh, It's too easy not to drive these days. I agree. I agree. Steph Curry went for 53 last night. Uh, I saw 10 threes. He also passed Wilt as the all-time leading scorer of the Golden State Warriors, which is pretty good. How many teams does Wilt lead all-time in scoring? Like That's a good all question. of the teams he ever played for. I bet he has that many points at every fucking franchise he touched. Mm. He got a lot of buckets. Um, I mean, Julian Edelman retired. Yeah, I saw. Is he in Austin? Does he live in Austin, or is that? I don't think so. He runs around with Hunter, but he doesn't live in Austin. Oh, okay. I thought he had a place in Austin. I he may. Because he's boys with Amendola and, and all those guys. Amendola that, that has a place. All those little white dudes. Amendola definitely does. Okay. But I know they run together. Amendola and, and um, yeah, that crew. So, 
that's that's the Vegas Cliff Kingsbury crew. Well, shouts to Julian Edelman, yeah. the greatest it's Jewish football crew, player of all time, the only Jew to ever win the Super Bowl MVP, the first, the greatest probably. seventh round draft pick of all time. That's our guy. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Did you see the shot that Luca hit in uh, in pregame yesterday? Oh, you're talking about where he's kicking it off his feet and it hit from behind the backboard. I did see that. I ridiculous. thought you were going to talk about it in the game. No. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That's magic, baby. And then the last headline currently on ESPN is Sean Payton to be played by... Who do you think would play Sean Payton in a movie, Brad? Hmm. I don't know. Who do you, Who do they got going? How about... Sean Payton. Paul Blart, Mall Cop, Kevin James. <laughs> That's an insult. Is he really? That's that's what they're saying. Kevin. Kevin's got the role. What is the movie about? The Saints, I suppose? I Let's see. <laughs> I hope. Who's playing Drew Brees? Well, yeah. Uh, upcoming football movie. Oh, it's called Home hey, Team. Uh, so I don't know if... Mike, do you want to be my agent? Be Maybe I could play... The Bounty Gate scandal, uh, but I don't believe so. What's that? That would be something. I was going to say, maybe I could play Drew Brees. You could be my agent. Peyton said the idea was generated after his daughter, Megan, reported a story for the NFL Network looking back on the season with the kids from the Liberty Christian Warriors team. Megan's boyfriend is Sandler's Adam Sandler's brother-in-law, as well as an actor who works with Happy Madison. And apparently Sandler liked the idea of turning it into a movie. Of course. Adam it's, Sandler's involved. It's Happy Gilmore and Slapdick James and the rest of this crew. Yeah, they ask... Uh, what does Liberty have to do with it? Are you talking about Liberty University? No, 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 no. I think it's high school or something. When asked what okay. he thinks of the casting, Peyton said, quote, Listen, I'm at that age where I don't really care. Which is... A way, <laughs> this, that's a nice way of saying, like, it sucks to be played by a giant fat guy. He's like, fuck you, but I'm not mad about it. I mean, I'm going to be in a movie and that's cool, but... All right, let's talk about the yeah. Conor McGregor story. Are are you up on any of this? I got. Uh, I saw just what Peter said. Peter said Peter thinks that I, uh, Conor McGregor is a coint, uh, as far as I know. But that's all I know. Yeah. So go ahead and tell us. Okay, he was scheduled for a trilogy fight with Dustin Poirier, who most recently knocked Conor the fuck out, uh, as you mm-hmm. as you recall. Before that fight, there was no bad blood between the two fighters. And Connor agreed. Uh, originally, they were going to fight for charity, and then Connor agreed to make a five hundred thousand dollar donation to uh, Poirier's charity, which is a, was a nice gesture. But apparently, mm-hmm. he didn't pay, and Poirier is <laughs> calling him out on it. And then uh, Connor said, "My team does their due diligence to make sure every donation meets the mark. My generosity is known." You will pay with your brain for this attempt at smearing my name. Shooting ass, shelling ass, bitch. Little bitch kicks from a shell. Good luck when you're caught. You're fucked. Which, whatever that means. Wait, did he pay or not? No. And then... So what's he talking about? There's more here. Uh, He said 100... uh, Dustin Diamond... Dustin Poirier replied, 100% never a debt. You offered... We accepted, and like I said, your team never responded to our emails regarding the process of where funds would be put to work. July 10th, you will taste defeat yet again. Uh, And Connor said, a donation, not a debt. We've all been awaiting the plans for the money that never came. I do with all my donations. 
know where it's going dot dot or dot for dot otherwise it goes walking as is the case in a lot of these foundations sadly you took the mcgregor over the belt shows i was right so whatever that means and uh then, it used to uh, be super obscure. They kind of are talking like Shakespearean too. Yeah, and like then there's the, be defeated. The, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I and then there was the final text or the final tweet. You're ripped, you inbred hillbilly. Why do you wink with your ears, you fucking brain dead hillbilly? Five hundred k with no plan in place. Connor is saying this. Yeah, okay. hang tight, fool. You must be new to money. The fight is off, by the way. I'm going to fight someone else on the 10th. Good luck with your, your old contract. <laughs> so, Connor is lowering the boom on, on Dustin Poirier. Uh, I don't know what any of this means and if they're going to fight. I, I, I gathered zero information from the back and forth. It was just a lot of, of uh, <laughs> slander, spitting on each other. But there was no actual like information exchanged. Uh, very little. Very little. I have no idea where the state... I still don't know what's even going on. I just know who they Connor didn't pay. That's basically where we are. And Connor's not... And now I know that he's level. not going to fight him. Yeah. Well, or so he says. That, this would be great publicity, honestly. Yeah, they'll probably end up fighting. The bad blood would be <laughs> the storyline. So that's it. That's fun. Anything okay, else good. in the world of sports you want to talk about? No, man, that was an excellent power 15 minutes or 20 minutes. What do we put in there? 1745. That was good. Hit yeah, that exit stuff. music, Brad. Let's get up and Let me get here. you that. Until Word. next time, fam. Uh, Brad and I will be back later this week, hopefully, to do Top Chef Hell time. yeah. You up for it Friday? Hell yeah. Let's do it Friday. All right. Until next time. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.